0: Hi, I'm Gabriel McIntosh, Director of Digital Marketing at CGS, and your host for this episode of The Thread. I'm here with Michael Mills, Senior Vice President, Global Sales for the Contact Center Division at CGS. Mike is going to discuss the trends and predictions around the business process outsourcing landscape due to the pandemic. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Thread podcast. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to, I have a few questions and I'll just get started. Are clients beginning to discuss rebalancing their global footprint in terms of not being overly dependent on a specific geographic geog- geography for customer service?
1: Yes, it's a very good question, especially in the times we're in right now. And, and it's absolutely the answer is yes. And most probably for two specific reasons that we're seeing over the past three or four months since the pandemic hit globally. One has been overall customer buying trends. So the fact that buying from brick-and-mortar stores versus shopping online has increased exponentially because uh, again state and and, and country shutdowns and even now as states and and countries have begun to open up there are still different phases that for instance in the united states that each state is going through so because of that customers have actually acquired a a taste for online shopping which has then increased the need for global expansion because again there's customers all over the world for some of our major clients. So it's customer buying trends. And then the other key trend has been the fact of course we've seen the large layoffs and furloughs and unemployment impacts that have affected companies worldwide. So what is happening is we've had many new customers come to us in the last couple of weeks where the layoffs and the furloughs unfortunately are not going to cease. And as a matter of fact, 40% of the jobs that have been lost are never coming back. So customers now have a bigger need for outsourcing and a bigger need to not only rebalance, but reassess their global footprint coverage.
0: Are companies more open to keeping a significant percentage of agents in a work-from-home capacity for the foreseeable future uh, than maybe they have been in the past? Uh,
1: That's been an interesting dynamic that we've seen depending on the industry that you're talking about so prior to the pandemic the retail industry in particular used a lot of work at home agents and they used them mostly from internal sources not outsourcing so even though as we know that the retail industry was hit severely just because they had to shut down they had to lay off people but a work from home model was inherently strong within the retail industry but outside of that it was predominantly brick and mortar uh, support versus work at home. What we have found since we had to quickly adapt to a work from home environment because of the shutdowns that occurred globally, what we've seen is, is an interesting trend. We've seen higher productivity from the agents. We've seen, of course, greater flexibility and scalability because unlike in the past, when you were constricted and limited to the number of seats or space you had in a brick and mortar facility, now with a work from home environment, there is no limitation. So clients are seeing increased productivity, we're seeing increased productivity, but also now we're able to quickly scale up and down as needed more so than we could in a traditional brick and mortar environment. Now I will say that for the financial industries and for healthcare, especially around PCI compliance, There are some risks and and some limitations there because, of course, transitioning from a brick and mortar facility in a clean desk environment that PCI requires, that's a little more difficult to manage in a work from home environment. You can put audio and video in every single work from home uh, house or wherever the agents are being supported from or working from, but that can drive up costs and you have to pass that back to the client. but yes, there is a definite increase in interest and acceptance of the work-at-home environment versus the traditional brick-and-mortar.
0: Have new areas of contact center services come to light resulting from the global pandemic? I mean, did the sudden move to social distancing and work-from-home lead to unforeseen challenges by companies that made them seek a new or added BPO service?
1: That's also been an interesting trend. So I I wouldn't say that new contact center services have come to light in, in terms of the pandemic. It's really been clients that normally would not need existing services or outsourcing services at all. That's what we've seen. And going back to the first question you asked, the trends that are driving that is where the companies have had to lay off their own internal resources. And because of the re- their reductions in revenue that they're seeing, they're not gonna be hiring them back, unfortunately. So that right there has triggered a need for additional outsourcing or new outsourcing support. And in some cases where there's been increases in volumes due to the previous answer I s- said about the increase in online shopping or online consumer buying trends, clients need after hour support, or now they're having to expand from local biz- normal business hours, of course, because when customers were going into stores and they needed support and either someone, an employee or someone was looking online, normally those buying trends would happen during normal business hours. Now that's happening 24 seven. So we are seeing increases resulting from the global pandemic in companies that are seeking outsourcing and also expanded hours and an increase to help offset some of the volumes they're getting. As far as the social distancing is concerned, again, that's impacted, of course, the brick and mortar facility support that we have. So we've gone to work from home, which that that eliminates that impact. But I will say that once the, the shutdowns start ceasing and people start going back to the offices, that's where social distancing is going to have the impact because what was a traditional office is now not going to be that way. Uh, that people are not going to be able to congregate in conference rooms. Desks are going to have to be separated apart. There's going to be less space for people to work in. And if companies don't institute a work-from-home model, there's going to be less employees to do the work. So from an outsourcing perspective, you know, we're, we're there to help support those clients, and we're seeing an increased trend in those BPO services
0: because of that. Are companies looking to accelerate technology adoption of tools like AR, AI, chatbots, and automation to be be able to swiftly recover from the pandemic and better support customers. Are there any technologies that clients view as uh, temporary crisis fixes versus ones that are gaining a real foothold for post-pandemic service?
1: Interesting enough, there really hasn't been a significant shift pre-COVID-19 to where we are right now in terms of companies looking to accelerate technology adoption of tools, and two reasons for that even prior to the pandemic when you look at whether it's augmented reality or you look at artificial intelligence or you look at chatbots, there's a cost to that and anytime a cfo cio are looking at the overall business case of implementing those kind of technologies conversely looking at the types of Support they're providing, the volumes that are coming in, the number of customers they reach out to, whether it's business to business or business to consumer, there is a return on investment. There's an ROI or total cost of ownership assessment they have to do. And, and even during the pandemic, of course, with reduced revenues with, with higher with, with higher levels of, of layoffs and furloughs, and really customers not knowing where month to month they're going to be in terms of cost optimization and revenue incoming revenue streams There really hasn't been an appetite or interest in new technologies at this point. So, the answer to that question is no. However, when we are talking to new clients and even existing clients that are looking to expand to after-hour support or 24-7 support, the only technology they are inquiring about is chatbot at this time because they're looking for ways, because with with less people, they're looking for ways to automate the incoming. either emails or or calls or web tickets initially, so they can route them to tier two or tier three individuals that they still have working on site or working from home. So in that context, we've had some interest in that, but when you look at the cost of chatbot compared to the level of service they're looking for, the ROI and total cost of ownership business case is just not there. So as far as the second part of the question, as far as temporary crisis fixes versus ones gaining a real foothold, my opinion is and based on what i'm seeing i believe that augmented reality will become a foothold for post-pandemic service and it goes back to your earlier question about the social distancing because we think about it and pre-covid 19 when uh, and i'll use product technology companies like ibm Lenovo, dell toshiba when a call would come in for someone at home having a problem with their computer if the call contact center could not eradicate or fix the problem, you would then dispatch an on-site desk site assistant technician to come to someone's home, come to someone's office. Well, as you, as we all know now, that is going to change going forward because of social distancing and because of, again, just the fear factors. So augmented reality is going to be a permanent fixture going forward. I believe that you will see a higher trend of clients more interested in augmented reality as to try to mitigate the need, and also it's a cost optimization factor as well. So I believe that will be the number one new technology outside of Agent Assist and some of the automation we have today with the level the level of one and level two support. But augmented reality will definitely be a post-pandemic technology that clients will have a, a large amount of interest in.
0: For companies that may be considering outsourcing for the first time because of the pandemic disruption, what are some key questions that they should consider when selecting a partner going forward?
1: Right now, because of the pandemic disruption, we discussed a lot of the challenges and some of the objectives of all companies globally that are facing today, regardless of industry. So the key questions, And the key objectives that a customer should be asking is right off the bat is if you're in a work-from-home environment, what is the data privacy and data security technologies and infrastructure that a partner has in place? Because again, I mentioned earlier about PCI compliance, HIPAA compliancy. Now, again, when it comes to your technology, one thing that CGS did even prior to the COVID-19 situation was preparing for force majeure events, such as natural disasters, such as power outages. So our infrastructure and technology was already in place to support force majeure events. And in this case, even though it was not a a weather-related event or a natural disaster, it was an event that that caused brick-and-mortar facilities to shut down, at least people from being able to to go to those brick-and-mortar facilities. So data privacy and security infrastructure should be the number one question that customers ask when they're they're talking to a partner about outsourcing, because right now and for the foreseeable future, you're gonna have a minimum of 40 to 50% of the workforce remaining work from home. That's just gonna be the hybrid new normal going forward as far as BPO call center support's concerned. Also, another question should be, how quickly can a BPO partner ramp up and transition and train and hire effectively because again, right now all companies are in some sort of crisis mode and they don't have the luxury of 30, 60, 90 days to go through the standard process of hiring, recruiting, training, onboarding and, and ramping up. So we have, because of our technology, because of our preparedness for this, we have expedited our ramp up procedures. So now we're able to ramp up clients in less than two weeks. And again, quality is the number one priority, but again, that is a question you need to ask clients or you need to ask clients as well as clients asking the partners, how quickly do you wanna ramp up and how quickly can you ramp up? And then probably the last key question is ability to scale because right now there's so many unknowns with the the demand and the volumes, they're gonna be fluctuating. Of course, every customer likes stability, but right now there is not Stability in in the environment today. So a partner is going to be able to need to scale to be flexible and to be nimble in terms of ramping up and down with, with the number of people and also adapting to spikes in call volumes and reductions in those incident volumes that can impact the quality of the service and the overall customer experience.
0: So what is your vision for the next six to 12 months? What do you envision the post-COVID-19 call center or you know BPO services to look like? Well,
1: again, don't want to be Johnny Ray and Cloud here, but it's it's not going to be, it's not going to change very much over the next six to 12 months. Unfortunately, if history repeats itself, there is going to be a second wave. We've already seen just in the last 48 hours, increases in, in coronavirus cases across the United States in, in, in particular, as well as there are certain global centers and, and global countries that are also experiencing spikes as the lockdowns and people start going out again and the opening opening up of, of, of stores and facilities and offices. So unfortunately, we have to be prepared for that. So In the first wave of the pandemic, CGS, as I mentioned earlier, was well-equipped. We were able to transition our entire global workforce from a brick-and-mortar environment to a work-from-home environment in in, in less than three weeks. So that is is something that we're gonna be prepared for. Again, uh, I was saying earlier that you are going to have to maintain a certain hybrid model of of consultants and agents in a work-from-home environment. That is part of the contingency as we look ahead to the next six, six to 12 months. What are the services going to look like? It's, it's going to maintain a, a perspective on crisis management. If you look at the federal system in terms of states and local governments, there's going to be loan assistance. There's going to be employment assistance. Now, what we found is through our marketing and, and business development team, we've done a lot of training analysis already. And many state and local governments are using their furloughed and laid-off employees to compensate for this kind of support, which which is a good thing for those employees who have lost their jobs. At the federal level, it's a different story. So federal banks are going to need customer remediation support uh, across other industries. They're going, as I mentioned earlier, they're going to need after-hour support and expansion of services to handle peaks and valleys and 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 peaks and declines and their support volumes coming in so i don't see things changing much over the 6 to 12 months post-covid 19 call center services are going to remain work from home with with some brick and mortar uh, perspective to it and companies are going to want global multilingual support because again they're being impacted globally and we just have to be prepared. BPO companies have to be prepared to be to again, to be flexible, to be scalable, and to be able to adapt to the types of services that customers now are going to be seeking as this pandemic continues until there is a a, a global vaccine that can be can, can be uh, implemented.
0: Because I want to end on a on a more positive note because it does sound pretty dire and I, and I tend to agree with you. Is there a silver lining to this at all? Well, you
1: know, I, I am I am the half full glass of water kind of guy, like like I I feel you are too. And and again, I think what what makes us stronger as 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 a people and as a country and and again globally is that we overcome the challenges that face us. And with when you think about what every single individual is going through either on a personal or professional basis when it's important that that you look at what will become post this pandemic and how people will adapt to the changing world which we're seeing every day so the silver lining is honestly i believe that when this is all said and done we all are going to become better from this we're going to learn a lot from it And some of the changes that were eventually gonna happen in the evolution of BPO support services as it relates to work from home, as it relates to emerging technologies, customers and not only the customers and the clients, but the end users and customers that our customers are supporting are also adapting. And that's how human evolution occurred through through adaptation and adapting to environment. And that's what we have to do now. And that's what with, our, with, with the VPO services and technologies, those transitions and evolutions are going to happen faster. And it didn't happen for the reason that we had, had hoped it would or thought it would, but it is going to happen. So the silver lining to your question is, is that is that we are going to be in a better place. And, and technologies and services are going to be even better to overall increase the customer experience.
0: That's great. I think that is a, hopefully we'll come out of this a lot stronger and some digital transformation happens faster. That's all my questions for today. Thank you, Mike, uh, for your time today. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the thread. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or your preferred podcast source. We are exclusively sponsored by CGS an applications learning and outsourcing company that supports clients most fundamental business activities. Visit cgsinc.com for more information. I'm your host, Gabriel McIntosh. Let's stay connected.